Do you feel like you've been showing compassion for everyone in your life but yourself? That you often feel overwhelmed or exhausted, perhaps even resentful? That you want to find new ways to put yourself at the top of your list after years of putting others first? If so, you're not alone and you're in the right place. I'm so happy to have you joining Mystical Sisterhood today. This episode revisits who I am as your host and my why for bringing Mystical Sisterhood to the world. I consider you part of my worldly sisterhood, and I'm grateful to be here now experiencing this life with you. Today, I'm going to cover who I am at the helm of this podcast, why clients might come to me for coaching, and why cultivating a deep and compassionate connection to ourselves is so vital to our lives. You will walk away with ideas for your own inner connection, coaching questions to ask yourself, and hopefully a glimmer in your eye about what's next for you. A guiding principle of mine is holding you in the field of infinite possibilities and highest regard for your life, your relationships, and what's next for you. So I'll see you in the episode. Hey there, welcome to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I started this show to highlight the intuitives, healers, and other courageous women that I've met along my journey and continue to meet. Through amazing interviews, I seek to ask insightful questions to uncover ways in which you, the listener, can apply the wisdom and knowledge to your own life. I believe that we're all in this together, so sharing healing and joy and bringing community together is both my passion and purpose. If you'd like to learn more about the Mystical Sisterhood community I'm building, please visit www.mysticalsisterhood.com. See you in the episode. Hello, and welcome back to Mystical Sisterhood. This is your host, Maureen Spielman. I am here today in a series of three episodes that I was calling the Full Circle series because I'm coming full circle towards the end of the year here, but there's going to be three episodes in a row, and you can listen in succession as they come out week to week. But this week, I'll be coaching you on how to connect with yourself Next week, I'll be sharing reflections on how to connect to the mystical in our midst, and then a year-end wrap-up celebrating connection with our community. And so those are kind of the um, overarching three vital parts that I'm seeing as um, just the hub or the the center or the the middle of the wheel to the mystical sisterhood is connection to ourself, connection to the mystical, and connection to community. And um, that may change and morph over time, but it's what's unfolded in the first, you know, 50 plus episodes. And when I first started the podcast, I really put out there that it was a space where joy and healing were going to co-occur. And that came from my lived experiences. But what I found after all the interviews and showing up and maybe a handful of episodes on myself or by myself, is that the podcast has been largely about ways in which we compassionately connect to ourselves and then compassionately connect with one another. So it's our ability to connect to ourselves and create a compassionate inner environment. That's um, It's a skill that I wasn't brought up to believe was valuable. I didn't know. Maybe I felt it in other people or... I resonated when someone highly valued that, but 
it wasn't, you know, part of my school um, experience. I think that schools are trying to incorporate it more these days because we see it as such a need, but I'm seeing it as a leading edge skill. Um, one that we are learning as adults, uh, how to be compassionate with ourselves. We're stepping out of this old paradigm of the self-criticism or self-judgment or self-loathing, um, all the things that really have kept us back in the past. And moving into this mo- new paradigm, I, I was saying we're learning together as adults. Our children are crying out for it. And when we we know that when we cultivate this inner environment of peace and love, it spills out in a, into our outer environment. So my intention for the mystical sisterhood space is that it allows you to access your inner world in perhaps a new and different way and always has something for you to take into your daily life and practice for your personal growth. And to that end, I'll be showing up a little bit more on solo episodes so we can make sure that we're cultivating that and that there are takeaways. Um, So I thought today to fully understand my vision, I felt that knowing a bit more about my foundation as your host was maybe essential, maybe interesting. So I'm revisiting the question of who am I and why the heck am I at the helm of a podcast about connection with ourselves and connection with community? And quite honestly, it's because of my lived experiences. Um, I think my passions, where my intuition takes me, the things that I've always cared about, coupled with my coaching background. And um, I was wondering, as I was writing this episode, is how many of you were attracted when you were younger to the whole mind, body, spirit movement, when you would read that, like mind, body, spirit, my eyes would light up. I got so excited. And and a lot of that was around wellness or yoga, but we didn't have a lot of tools Um it was about well-being, but there was something so juicy and attractive about it. And I think it's because it speaks to the part of us that's a soul or a spirit. And our society, you know, focuses so much on the mind and our physical body. And those things are so important. But it's just that like, wow, this like the spiritual side is really um, enticing as well. And I think there's a reason why it's resonating. And we're going to talk about that a lot next week in the episode of The Mystical. So listen into that. So um, I'm going to delve a little bit into the who am I? And we're going to just go through some things just because if you are a committed listener, then maybe some of these will make sense to you. And there are themes that I go over, but there'll be some themes in here and see if they resonate with you, see where you fall out on them. But um, first of all, I lead with the fact that I am a child of loving parents who raised six children and did the best they could, you know, and at the same time as so many of us who go into uh, parenting, they were not well-equipped to, you know, to provide what I needed as a child. I'll speak from my own experience. And the connection and the intimacy and um, just knowing that I was seen and being witnessed and I was important and, you know, all the things. And so I will say thank you to them. They've both passed. Um, but that's that's a big part of my story because I think that I always cared so deeply. And it's why I studied conscious parenting, too is that I cared deeply about children's experiences because I was so sensitive as a child and empathic. And I think I picked up on these things really early on. 
Um, interestingly, my um, oh studied profession was speech language pathology. And I think that everything, um, and, and Susan Lucci talked about this in the episode on celebrating your purpose, is that um, I think it was not to become a speech language pathologist. It was because studying communication, connection, and finding one's voice became so important to my life's work. I'm a mom of three beautiful young adults who are my greatest teachers. I'm a partner of over 30 years to my husband, who is also my greatest teacher. I am a sister to five amazing souls, four sisters and a brother. And I'm on a, I'm a woman on a path of finding her voice while healing past wounds. A woman like you who has had her fair share of losses, perhaps different, perhaps similar, but that brings tears to my eyes because I know that our shared experience is having had uh, challenges in our lives that are here for us to tend to, to just surround ourselves with the most deep loving hugs and understandings and immerse ourselves, I think, in teachings that help us understand the place of those things in our lives and, and find ways to nurture and nourish ourselves. Uh, I went through surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation in 2018 and 19 for breast cancer, and I walked away a completely different person. And, you know, that is part of why I'm sitting at the helm here today, because I don't know if I ever would have done this had I not gone through those things. Not that you need to in order to create something that's really meaningful for your life at all, but that's part of my story. I'm a coach trained in several modalities. Um, conscious parenting, and I think soul care coaching being the most relevant. I consider myself a visionary, and one of my main purposes is to, is to spread light within the world. I absolutely love the coaching aspect of what I do, and I love the mystical, and I love being in community and in our shared sisterhood. And I've been working with healers and intuitives for years, and I love learning more about myself through the mystical realm. We're all so connected to a mystical um, the mystical side of things, the mystery, the awe, the magic, and ancient ways of practicing ritual and newer ways of tapping into our strength and wisdom. Hey, I, I'm all in. I want more of that because I think it makes life juicy. I think it makes it um, fun. I, it puts meaning and relevance to what I do on a daily basis. So there's so much more, but I wanted to give you that background just to give you that taste of why I'm here um, as for you, I invite you to create your I am statements. I didn't even I didn't even create things, you know, other soulful things about who I am, but those are just a little bit where I came from and why I'm here. So I cultivate your own I am statements and uh, maybe we can make some beautiful art from them too. All of the questions or you know offerings I make today will be in the show notes for you to reflect on and journal whenever it's convenient to you or ponder when you're taking a walk with the dog. Um, share with me on Instagram. That's where you'll find me hanging out uh, social media-wise um, at Maureen Spielman or on Facebook. I have a free um, Mystical Sisterhood Facebook group. That's in the show notes too. See the link to join. So I think one of the reasons why I became a a coach or call it what you will, a soul care coach, I think it lies in the fact that is a guiding principle of mine is that I wholeheartedly believe in the possibility of change. 
And when I hear, you know, out in the ethers, someone say something about they'll have it for their whole life. And I'm not talking about physical maladies, but I'm talking about ways that they identify maybe with their personality. Um, they'll never change. I, I have something in my being that's like, I don't believe it. I believe in the possibility of change. I've experienced it in my own life. I've seen it with my relationships with my children. I've seen it in my clients. And um, I want to note that Susie Lula, my teacher, mentor, friend, always says, your own transformation is your greatest credential. And I'm here as a lived experience to the colossal change that's possible within oneself. Um, I won't go into the backstory of everything that I used to carry from shame to guilt to, you know, just immense criticism of my body, um, just to so many things where I've been so interested in how can I heal that because it just felt so heavy and something that I couldn't move through, that I was on this eternal pursuit to figure out how that could be done. Um, and I, I don't think I would have pursued life coaching if I didn't hold that possibility for my clients. And that being said, if you haven't had a chance to listen to Susie Lula and my podcast, it was episode four, You Are Worthy, and it's a great one to link back to. Um, yeah, I think that, I mean, I want to say, I think I connect with people easily, but I didn't realize that coaching was a possibility for me. I really had some conditioned things that thought like you have to go back to school in order to work with people. But it turns out that this avenue for me was a perfect fit. And I hope that's a model for other people in ways to think that there are many ways in which to discover the things you want to do. Uh, the sky's the limit. And more than ever, people are at this sort of like a game, I'm going to say, or just uh, taking the opportunity to create what you know they never thought was possible as long as it's like a shift in perspective when you start to think like oh you know could someone someone suggest to you oh did you ever think and you take what they say and you say like wait a minute i no i never thought that and maybe for me um you know the the question about like oh did you ever think about being a coach from you know, my dear friend Alicia Howes was one that hit me out of left field and I I never thought I could be one. But I think it's it's so interesting when someone plants the seed for us. And I hope that that's what this podcast is for you is like a planting seed for what you can become and what's next for you because, hey, I want to hear it. I think that there's so much possibility. Um, I think I allowed myself to look into new avenues and I could, I learned to excel at something in midlife. And I think that's really important. So, um, you know, I've, I've, I've mentioned my studying, I won't go into that, but I'm just a lifelong learner. So I wanted to kind of offer like what my coaching looks like. I feel like I have a unique lens through which I see my client and I guess any coach out there really does, but I really believe that you hold all the wisdom in yourself and I'm a master guide and hopefully facilitator for you to lead you back to your truth your light and your essence. And I was laughing because I was kind of thinking like, oh my God, this should be a class in college, if not high school. Um, I really, the, I, I've said this during the podcast, I believe that my clients, individuals I meet are so uniquely encoded with their own gifts and what is going to be true for them. And so that's why like studying different modalities like I have is really helpful because 
what is right for one client might not be right for the next. And, you know, some clients want to go into the their emotional world and go back and some want to work on, you know, spiritual, like bringing more universal principles into your life. Like how is life for me? Why is this here? What am I, I'm here to experience. This is one of my soul's lessons. So there's different ways, you know, um, or reasons people come, but I was conditioned to think, I really was when I was young that there was one way to go about doing things. And I'm just so open to infinite possibilities for what will most assist a particular person. I'm not tied to what it has to be. So trying different things and going different directions while listening to what's deep within the client, the client leads me. Um, and so uh, I think in addition, and next week is the episode on the mystical, but like, if it's certain mystical um, input or avenues or that will help you find your way, I'm all for that. Um, I would say that what I like about, I would say four or five months ago, I reached out to my community on Facebook and I said, would anyone be willing to talk to me about their experiences? And what I found in midlife is that the two, two of the things that stood out the most was clients looking for clarity and truth. And I thought that that was really interesting because to me, part of the work I do is helping clients shift through what is your conditioning, you know, who you were born to be, this light, this um, this unencumbered being who took on these ways of beings that at some point in our life, I think we get older and we're just like, wait a minute, this isn't me. And so it was so fascinating to hear these women say, that then really the number one thing they were looking for was clarity. And I really think beneath the clarity is looking for their truth. So it seems like we're trying to find the clarity within a situation. And yes, that may be true. Should I stay with my husband? Should I allow my child to drive down to college for three hours on the interstate when they haven't done it before? Um, and I think it's really tapping into what's right for you. Um, and it's teasing that out. And and I love the client, um, the coach-client relationship because it's one of, I, I feel, being seen and being heard. I know I work with, I've worked with coaches. I work with a coach right now. And it's just like, just so highly beneficial to feel witnessed and to just lay it all out there and have nothing be bad or wrong or I'm not to be fixed. It's just that it's a safe place and it's a safe place to be vulnerable. It's a safe place to say whatever needs to be said and being really guided by your own intuition and wisdom within sessions. Um, and I think as women, we hold a lot and we're classic overdoers taking on what it is not ours. I see that. I see that. And we know that, but I see that in my clients and it's like, well, what can you put down? What can, what can you put down physically that you're doing that is stressing you out and taxing you? And, um, but also, what can you put down from your past and your conditioning and your upbringing that no longer serves you either? Women often say they're looking for ways not to be hard on themselves or not feel fear fearful of their future. That's a big one. Or that they feel unexpressed in their relationships. So there's all these different reasons people come. And I think as a coach, I'm interested in really expansive questions that allow individuals to really be open to new possibilities and dream. I love that to be able to see their own truth and light. It's the place we start. Um, become curious about new perspectives, uh, ones that which you may not have considered before. 
new perspectives, having new eyes on the situation, and um, being willing to see something in a new way. That's huge. And I think I think to even enter into the coaching relationship, it's willingness and cur- courage that bring you here. And um, it's really important to note. Big one to me has always been understanding how your past informs your presence. So I'll say a little bit about that in a few minutes, but really largely this whole compassionate container, inviting you into new practices of self-compassion and letting go voices of not enoughness, judgment, comparison, and scarcity. And thereby putting a lens on that, let's replace that with some new supportive inner dialogue. How can we gradually replace the voices that say we're not enough one at a time, one at a time? Um, looking to see what limiting beliefs. I can't do that because I'm too old. Um, My kid is not smart enough to do that. He can never get into this college because um, I could never start a new career because I'm not out there enough. I'm just trying to think of, you know, even limiting beliefs. I never thought my marriage would work. Therefore, it can't. Well, is that the truth for you? Um, Yeah, just generating the different questions that come up in our lives. There's the issue of setting boundaries, um, understanding where our family and culture plays into what we think. This is way bigger than any of us realize. And when we can start to be like, hey, that conditioning is not mine, super powerful. And when we can find people to talk to about this, super powerful. And also connecting deeply within in order to cultivate safety within and your outer relationship. So that safety one, that that could be a whole episode. But um, when we replace those voices of comparison and, you know, uh, competition and all not enoughness and not thin enough and not smart enough and all the things, then it ushers in the the compassion, which ushers in safety. And when we feel safe, we're going to transform. We just are. Um, so yeah. So I've kind of pointed out the ways this looks for client, um, clients, but I think it's really, um, the process of learning a new language of self-compassion, understanding, and just a process. And I point this out of becoming so invested in your own transformation that, any idea of you taking a back seat in the past is like, no, I'm worthy and deserving of, of taking this front seat and really uh, fostering this new relationship inside of myself that I may not have ever understood before and that is here for me to cultivate and grow. And it will grow. That is for sure. I would say that often when I ask a client about their childhood, this is an example, that they'll say, oh, I had such a good childhood, but on deeper reflection, they might realize that even though, and I've I've realized this about my own childhood too, even though things looked as if they were the white picket fence, that actually there were, you know, cracks in the surface or ways in which our needs weren't met and And it's okay. It's okay that we had childhoods like that because that's, it feels like the human experience to me. I've been more conscious with my kids and there's still many cracks in the surface. So it's how to be with those things and not be hard on ourselves. 
um, and know that it's okay. Know that, you know, identifying the places in our life, like in our foundational years where we didn't have the connection and we didn't have the intimate relationships that that truly affects our um, adult relationships. And, you know, it would be, I think one of the ways is to go besides cultivating compassion is, you know, really appreciating ourselves fully. And I talked about that just a few episodes ago, how to appreciate yourself fully. And, you know, there are just new ways of seeing ourselves and giving grace and um, to our experiences. And, and I think, you know, knowing that it wasn't bad or wrong and that it's here to be, you know, brought just a new compassionate lens to Um, what I see is that you're finding your own way, setting your own rules, putting down what doesn't serve and moving into a space where you really take a hundred percent responsibility and ownership for your experience and how beautiful that can be. So I'm going to wrap it up today by leaving you with some questions from my coaching that I may use with clients uh, to consider for yourself. I'm going to put these in the show notes. So check out the show notes. I feel that they're thought provoking and lead you to consider yourself and consider new possibilities for yourself. So the first one is if you had a magic wand, what would you create in your life? What qualities do you seek to experience in your life? These may be things like abundance play, fun, total health. And have these changed for you in the last few years? Reflecting on the last few years, have they changed? Did your old questions, um, are they being replaced with new ones, new qualities you want to live by? Perhaps it was being there for your children and now you don't need to be anymore. They're grown. Or... um you realized through you know the pandemic that you wanted to experience more travel or play in your life or maybe it's that some connections have you know grown apart and you want to be more connected you want to be in community uh, you want to define how your friendships are going to look if you could change one or two things right now what would they be i'd be very curious to know about that and what limiting beliefs get in the way of you experiencing the life you desire? And I guess one last one would be what's on your heart and what's next for you? Hmm. Truthfully, we're all looking for ways to understand ourselves and a form, form a deep connection with ourselves and our loved ones. But I think we're really, really, really looking for that deep and fulfilled understanding of ourselves. So today, that's a bit about me, my why, what my coaching entails. I believe that um, my past, my experiences have really positioned me well to work with individuals and groups, but to bring together this mystical sisterhood, you, my sisters, my worldly sisters together for this connection and community. And I believe it's a cornerstone of my life's work. And I thank you for being here if you would like to look into coaching yourself, if you're curious about it and want to have the conversation, 
either email me at hello at Maureen Spielman, or you can go to my website, to my contact form, schedule a session for yourself. I offer a complimentary 30-minute session or find me on Instagram at Maureen Spielman. Um, I want to just say that um, it's been a pleasure to talk about all these things, to touch upon all of them today. Next week, we'll be delving into what is the mystical. We're going to gain input from the mystics, some of them, not all of them, who have been on the podcast and allow ourselves to uncover our own magic, not just leaving it to the experts. Because if you are here, I believe you hold that light. You are in awe of the mystery of life. You are you are the mystical, you are the magic, and you're a really valuable part of this community. So thanks for being here, and I will see you next episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystical Sisterhood. If you love what you heard, please visit Apple Podcasts and subscribe and leave a review and share with a friend if you're called to do so. To learn more about my one-on-one coaching programs or join the Mystical Sisterhood membership, visit MaureenSpielman.com or MysticalSisterhood.com. Thanks so much. I'll see you in the next episode.